What's up, A to Z Sports Live Doc Talk segment? One of the favorites as Paul Thames has been in the YouTube comment section for a couple minutes now, waiting for us to go live as the Doc Talk segment presented by the Bone and Joint Institute. Update on Derek Henry's foot injury, the surgery, and the timeline for recovery. And once again, we have foot specialists over in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute, Dr. Jeff Watson on with us, uh, who gave us a great uh, 15-minute synopsis about what Derek Henry's life was going to be like over the next several months or so about this. So, uh, Dr. Watson, welcome back. Glad to have you on. Thanks so much, guys. Really uh, appreciate you having me. It's, uh, it's always good to be here. Yes. And so uh, I remember around this time, six weeks ago, Derek Henry had his surgery that morning that we talked and the reports from the NFL network was, all right, it's, you know, six to 10 weeks, right? For this. And we're right here on the early sign of that window, but go ahead and catch people up who might've missed uh, last time's conversation on, on exactly the procedure that Derek Henry had on that fifth metatarsal that he broke on Halloween. Yeah, so I think this even might be a little different than what we described previously because you know, he, he had a fifth metatarsal fracture, or we call it a Jones fracture. Um, and, uh, and, and so when we, when we look at that, there are times where that fracture becomes just a little bit further than where I guess a true Jones would be, and that's more indicative of a stress fracture. So he, he may have, been, uh, may, have, may have had a stress fracture there that he was just kind of playing through, had a little discomfort, and didn't realize it, and then actually went on and, and cracked the bone fully. And so um, there are times where normally we'll just put a screw in to stabilize it, which was what you know, kind of the traditional um, way to fix it is, where you just put a screw down the middle of the bone to stabilize it, uh, where he actually had a plate and screws to stabilize it. So they made a little bit bigger incision and then, and then put a plate on the outside of the bone where the tension side is, and, and that helps to, to prevent that bone from gapping because you're kind of preventing that tension force from gapping it open even further. So, so that's a little different than what most, you know, Jones fractures you would hear about. Um, and so uh, you know, my understanding is they're kind of probably delaying him a little bit from coming back. And, and uh, I think playoffs puts him around the 10 week mark. Mm -hmm. uh, I bet that's the, the date circled on the calendar, if I'm, if I'm guessing. So you kind of piqued my interest of the plate and screws. Do yeah. you think that would be indicative of maybe how severe the uh, the actual injury was, or is that more could it be precautionary? Because I mean, Derrick Henry, the the makeup of that man coming back and knowing what he's going and the pressure he's going to be putting on it for at least you know a week or yeah. two. We don't know how much he's going to play uh, or when he's going to return. Is that or could that be? how severe the injury is or maybe a precautionary reason have you what have you seen in your history yeah you know since it's a stress fracture that means he loads that bone a lot more than most do and so that might be a foot type issue it might be just he's a big guy 240 <laughs> um you know putting a lot of stress on the outside of that foot and so 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 that means that, that they're probably being more precautionary because the bone was a little bit thicker before it cracked, so it had already seen a decent amount of stress. So the fact they're putting the plate and screws in there is is protective and, and less likely to be a problem. Uh, there's a little bit of a mechanical advantage of putting it on the outside of the bone in that situation. So I know we talked about the incision on the first conversation. You mentioned maybe eight to ten days for that small, tiny incision to heal. And if this yeah. is a bigger incision, what's that? Yeah. Does that affect the timeline on, on the healing process of that one? Just, yeah, I mean, you might go a little bit more than two weeks before really letting them do much on it. it. It becomes more like a two inch incision as opposed to just like a little, a little poke hole or, you know, centimeter long incision. So, so yeah, that, that, that would probably slow you down just a hair. Um, you might swell just a 
a little bit more with that surgery. But I think the timeline is still fairly similar where it's kind of about two weeks of not doing a whole lot. And then you can kind of partially weight bear on it in a boot for two additional weeks. And then kind of around week four, you're kind of getting into a tennis shoe, making sure you feel good walking around. And then still around six weeks, as long as you're feeling good and don't have pain at the fracture site, next race look okay. That's when we start to kind of jog and kind of get back on the field um, with, with doing some light reps. So let's talk about these six weeks that uh, that have kind of gone on since the injury. You know, what happened right after? Is you, Are you in a boot? From what I heard from, you know, my inside sources inside the facility, he was uh, on one of those scooters, you know, those the scooters yeah. for the first couple of weeks. I don't know where he yeah. is now. But what type of uh, actions do you have in the first couple of weeks? And then what's kind of your first step? Are you on one of those BOSU balls, testing it out? Like, what, take us through what the rehab over the last six weeks has been. Yeah, you know, I think, I think that, you know, it kind of goes from non-impact to impact. So impact is like running, jumping, that explosive activity, box jumps, things like that. He's, he's not doing that until six weeks. You know, the things like um, – uh, underwater treadmill or they have a, a gravity assisted treadmill where they put these pants on where you can actually dial in. I want to do 40% of your body weight and, and kind of jog on it that way. And you can do a lot less um, stress on the body and, and put less force to the bone that way. So I, I guarantee he's been doing some you know, underwater. Um, there's an underwater treadmill. There's, there's the gravity, anti-gravity treadmill um, and, and things of that nature that he can get away with um, to still keep his muscles strong. Uh, that's interesting. Zarice comments that can he ha- can his foot handle him carrying the load of the entire Titans organization? I guess not. The line, yeah. he's, he's gotten you know all these carries over the season. He's still top five in the league in rushing, and he hasn't played in six weeks. It's kind of crazy. A to Z Sports Doc Talk segment presented by the Bone and Joint Institute here live on Facebook and YouTube. Doctor Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist over at the Bone and Joint Institute, giving us a great breakdown. So to, just to recap a little bit. Maybe a little bit different surgery as uh, as uh, a plate and screw inserted in this with a different type of break than maybe we initially thought. Uh, so is I guess the main concern is still the re-break of that bone. And I, does the plate help prevent that? Yeah, so, so any bone has kind of a compression side and a tension side. And so bone really likes compression. So if you put the plate on the outside of the bone where the tension side is, you're sort of preventing that from gapping open and actually compressing on, on the part that's most problematic, which is the outside of the bed. And that, that's where you put the plate in the situation. And so, uh, so, you know, that's kind of the mechanical advantage from a kind of a basic uh, understanding of it. So and, at this ahead. point, at six weeks out, where are you starting? Are you, are you expecting that bone to be fully healed? Is there a percentage? What's kind of a, a ballpark estimate of the healing of the bone at this point? Yeah. It's, it's pretty well healed at that point. You know, normally um, uh, the, the bone, is, as it heals, um, that it kind of forms a scar tissue at first. And then over about six to eight weeks, you start to see calcium actually deposit in the bone, which that's what shows up on an x-ray. And so, um, you know, that, that's kind of really what you're looking for. There's probably not much of a gap in this fracture, so it's going to be hard to really know 100%. I bet he's got access to a CT scan, uh, which was probably more than what what you or I would get probably yeah. uh, potentially in terms of coming back. So I, I bet they scan it with a CT scan before getting it back on the field just to make sure that the bone is fully healed. 
So Austin and I are notorious for arguing every single morning over the last almost decade now. And this is a great opportunity for maybe you to settle a score or at least give your opinion on a topic that we were arguing about this morning, which is, you know, we were talking about the bye week, right? If the Titans Mm -hmm. going for that extra week, or is it getting the foot comfortable to, to kind of do the actions that it will be doing, getting him back on the field, maybe in some capacity, for you as a doctor, if you looked at this, do you weigh more on the side of healing time or the progression of maybe getting him back on the field a little bit towards the end of the season, maybe week 18 against the Texans, just to test it out a little bit? What's your opinion just based on that? Yeah, I mean, it would be great if it were just very black and white. You know, I, I think that the, what it comes down to is it, it's a little bit of the tolerance of the player uh, to a certain extent, too. I mean, you know, Derrick Henry's pretty tough. I mean, we, we talked about last time he, he broke it and then he carried the ball, what, 26 odd times afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a toughness issue with him in terms of getting back. I think he's sort of kind of known to be willing to play through a little bit of pain and, and, and even, even more than just a little bit. So, I, I, you know, I don't think that that's quite the issue for him. And then you kind of worry about risk of refracture. And, and um, you know, basically, as, as time goes on, the, you know, probably 10 weeks, that thing's probably really solid. Which kind of puts us more like playoffs, especially with a team that's you know still still winning the division. It's going to have a they're going to have to really tank for the last part of the year to to lose out on that. I think you you kind of weigh some risks and benefits with where the team's at too, and 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 kind of factor that in the decision. Uh, I, know, I know that seems a little bit sketchy, <laughs> but but I think that that's just realistic in terms of you know where he's at. I mean, if the team they they really need him. I mean, they've they've quite fallen off a pretty decent amount in the past few weeks without him. Um, and um, and so you know, I think if they needed him to get back to make the playoffs, I bet they pull him back a little bit sooner. Um, but it, it's just a little bit gray because there, there's just not a unanimous uh, poll of positions between six and ten weeks. And unfortunately, there's not a great study to say you know at six weeks your risk of um, refracture is significantly less. It's not like we've had a very large series of studies to really make that call, unfortunately. So when he does start at six weeks, he's doing more at this point. Uh, At at what point do you feel comfortable getting him or an athlete like this on the practice field to go through some light drills? Because you mentioned if this is more of a stress type fracture, that's my maybe because he puts extra force on that bone. Knowing Mm -hmm. that, how do you try to, bring a player along with some, you know, football like drills. Yeah. So certainly no contact to start off with. And you're just having him, you know, if it's a wide receiver, you're running routes, uh, you know, if it's a running back, you're just kind of, you know, practicing catching tosses and things like that. And just some light reps and not going a hundred percent at that point. Although I, you know, from my experience with high school athletes uh, around here, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to say, get, go at a low rate because as soon as they get on the field, they're gone, right? They're going to, mm-hmm. they, that's what they know. That's how they've gotten to the point that they're at is, is going full go. So I think realistically, it's just whatever the, the guy can tolerate. Um, and, and you just have to kind of listen to it. If it's really, you know, you notice they're limping, then, then you kind of have to, it's a little touch and go. You may have to hold them back a little bit, just depending on how they're doing. Um, the x-rays are kind of a big telling point too. You, you, you'll see um, if there's still a pretty significant gap and then they have any tenderness of the fracture site, that's one where you do have to kind of hold them back a little bit. Um, and there are things to get the bone to heal a little quicker too, which, um, you know, just going back to the surgery piece a little bit, um, there are things like bone stimulators where you actually put an ultrasound device on the bone um, 
actually on the foot afterwards. So like 30 minutes a day, you put this device on the foot, which can help to increase the, uh, the chances of a healing. I mean, that's a pretty well-documented uh, technique to improve the chances of the bone healing and maybe get to heal sooner too. So, so a bone stimulator would be something that they're doing to kind of do more than what we would normally do to get it back. Well, for $50 million running back, you put that stimulator on him, you know, slap it on. Here's a question from, from your history of this injury and what you've seen around athletes. Do they feel soreness when they start doing drills or start doing more impactful things or because it is bone yeah. and it's not muscle what, what's the feeling of that foot once you kind of start getting back to you know 100 percent or, or close to that yeah I mean, that's the hard part is they still swell some towards the end of the day i mean it, there's going to be swelling even for three to four months after surgery like that so you know when they wake up in the morning they're pretty good but as the day goes on they walk more and do more on it it's probably going to swell a little bit and cause a little discomfort so you know compression socks and things like that to keep it down uh, and icing it when they can to keep it elevated. That, that's one. The bone can hurt too. I mean, obviously it is trying to heal. And then tendonitis. You know, you've got tendons that attach to that same bone and you haven't really used them a whole lot. And you're trying to get back into those activities that do a lot of explosive activities. And you'll get a little tendonitis often that, that kind of settles down after a few weeks. If you're somebody just said they're going to get Derrick Henry a bone stimulator for Christmas, uh, I, think, I think they've <laughs> I got like those it. resources there, Daniel. Yeah, he's probably uh, got how, four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How often, if you're the Titans, how often are you looking to re-X-ray or look at these other scans? Like, what's the repetition yeah. on that to where maybe I know you can be paranoid and want to do it after you know every type of yeah. activity, but what are you seeing from that? I mean, I, my experience with any of the NFL players is they get any scan they want, whatever they want. So, I mean, it is it is unbelievable. Um, I think for the NFL combine, it's something like every player averages two MRIs per player. You know, I mean, it's like there's no there's no limit. Um, so so I, I'd be willing to imagine around the six week mark, you get a CT scan. That'd be the earliest you'd see that the bone would heal. And then you probably scan them again, even, you know, somewhere within that kind of month afterwards, you know, somewhere around 10 weeks. Um, you know, my assumption is they're kind of targeting the, the playoffs and then scan them at six weeks to see if we can have a, have a little leeway and then scan them again at 10 weeks to make sure he's good to go back. Dr. Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist with the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin. If you guys get hurt, if you hurt your foot, hurt your ankle, he's had a lot of good information over the last uh, this segment here and the first segment. So you guys – it can go see Dr. Jeff Watts. I kind of hope you don't, just in case uh, anybody's out there not getting hurt around the holidays. But yeah, that's hey, that's where you can get scanned, right? Right there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, us, you got a scanner. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that we should be looking at uh, as far as this timeline? We're at that six week mark. You've mentioned that nine, ten week mark. Uh, is there anything else to kind of keep an eye out uh, for this Derrick Henry recovery? I think he's coming back. I mean, he's too important to the team. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's going to be on top of everything. He just seems like a, a guy that's going to do what you instruct him to do and, and push it as much as he can tolerate. Um, so I, I really expect he's back by playoffs um, is, is my guess. So. Is that the fan in you? or is It's that kind of more the fan, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Cedric, he's like, we love you, Doc. They, they love the positivity there. <laughs> I think he's back. I think he's back. All right. Thanks a bunch again. Great stuff as always. And uh, if you missed part of this, uh, the beginning part of this, it'll replay on Facebook and YouTube. We'll also have it up on our podcast network. So Dr. Jeff Watson, appreciate the time again. Thanks a bunch. Thank you guys. You have a good one. Thank you. Go Titans.